for all we know, uh, he could win the next six in a row. Like, who knows? All right, let's put it this way. If he wins the next six in a row, or forget that. Let's say he plays for another, what, because he's only been in the league like three or four years? He's been a starter for, I think, four years now. Or maybe, maybe he's been a starter for three. Okay, so he puts 15, 16 more years in, right? And in that time frame, wins six more rings, six more rings. If you're yeah. telling me that his uh, resume of winning seven rings and his loss was to Tom Brady is a blemish, I don't want to hear it because Tom Brady lost to Eli Manning two times in a row. <laughs> if we're going to use that dumbass logic, you know what I mean? Welcome everybody. What are we on now? We're on episode four? Something like that. Oh snap. Four episodes in. Unpopular opinion. Again, I'm your host Jason Rivera and we've got my co-host Bo Benson riding shotgun with me. Did you see uh did you see they're doing a uh, a gritty Powerpuff Girls reboot on the CW? No, I did not. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's going to be like it's going to okay. be like 20 something year old Powerpuff Girls that are depressed because their childhood was robbed of them after they had to fight crime. This is live action? I think so, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> Go ahead and put that I, away. Like, dude, I think that was probably like a, a sketch or something on a comedy show and that's actually coming to life. It's that it's you're, you I think have it's the most be, unnecessary thing that I've ever seen. You have to be joking. You're in, this no, dude. A, this <laughs> wasn't like you checked your source. Like this wasn't a no, dude. It's uh, it's real. There, it's ordered by. It's a pilot ordered by the CW. No thanks. Yeah, go ahead and send that one back. Trying to ruin our childhood. <laughs> it's wild. Powerpuff Girls was fire. Oh, uh, but uh, well. The Super Bowl. That wasn't it so came, super. It came and it went, and that's my only thought on that game. <laughs> and that's the end of the show, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the worst game, I think. I I think that's the worst Super Bowl I've ever personally watched. Yeah, yeah, that was the worst one I've watched because it like wasn't... it was it was over in the first quarter. Like obviously we didn't really know it yet, but yeah. Like second, going back, second like, quarter, it was stamped that it was over. Yeah, and especially that last minute when they got that twenty, the twenty-one to three lead, that was yeah, when it and, was officially done. And it was like it, it was a classic Andy Reid Super Bowl. Like he gave the Bucks that touchdown, calling timeout when he didn't need to. And it was just yeah, I mean, should have known with Tom Brady being involved that that's how it was going to go. No. Like I was telling, I was telling people like at the at halftime, just fast forward to the end with Tom Brady holding the trophy because that's where <laughs> we're going. Speaking of halftime, Bold. maybe the best part of the Super Bowl was the performers throughout. Yeah, I thought the I thought the weekend killed it. it was yeah, quite he entertaining. was entertaining. He was fine. Uh, whoever 
someone someone screwed up his uh audio mixing for the first half of his performance but after they fixed that yeah oh yeah it sounded a little off but i liked i liked the visuals he had going on that was pretty cool and then yeah, can, no. we give, can we give a shout out to uh to her and yeah. uh, jasmine sullivan because they absolutely murdered they you know what sucks though is like he put up seven million of his own money for that halftime show and didn't get paid for his performance. He didn't? No. You don't get you don't get paid when you do the halftime Super Bowl show. You know, they it's uh <laughs> they pay you in exposure, as everyone likes to hear. Wow. Yeah, isn't that something? That's Pretty, that's trash. That's super trash. That's a <laughs> it's a performance regardless. Yeah. I don't care what stage it's yeah. on. If you're at Madison Square Garden, like... <laughs> Although, I mean, he did uh, immediately the day after sell tickets to his tour next year, so maybe he cashed in. I mean, to be honest, there I don't think those ticket sales would have changed whether he did the Super Bowl or not. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's the weekend. It would make more sense if it was some unknown artist or, like, bubbling up artist that did the Super Bowl and they didn't pay them, and now they're going to reap the rewards of, you know having all that exposure but the weekend no yeah. come on dog it's, uh... <laughs> that didn't that didn't really help him at all <laughs> like it just it's just it's another not, performance not, on the it's, resume it's not ideal that's crazy well other things that weren't ideal uh, a lot of people have been talking about the officiating in that game and i personally don't feel like the officiating was the biggest factor, but it was a factor in it. Um, especially the PI and that last minute on Tyron Matthews on Mike Evans and Brady pretty much just threw a hail Mary. that was nowhere near Mike Evans. Like it was like 10 yeah, feet above his head. It wasn't, it wasn't even catchable. Yeah. It was targeted to the stands and they called that PI, which put him on the goal line. I thought that pretty much sealed the game. Yeah. Uh, going into halftime, 17-3 would have been a lot different from 21-3. And like I said earlier, uh, they, I mean, for one, which kind of ruined the game a bit for me, and I mean, it is what it is, but the Chiefs' O-line was destroyed. And oh, yeah. And it was just ravaged by those injuries. There was no chance for Mahomes to do anything in the pocket and to be down 21-3, all the Bucks had to do was send four and play coverage, and they were they were getting the Mahomes like nothing. And once the, D, the once the D line can just pin their ears back and not worry about the run, yeah, that's, it, that's a wrap. It was it was over as soon as that happened. I was just <laughs> watching because I was hoping Patrick Mahomes could figure. Like I was hoping some magic would happen and make it interesting, but it was hopeless from that point on. Yeah, no, that was I. At halftime, I had an issue with the referees because I it just you know I don't know, it always feels like a Tom Brady's teams are getting a little bit of extra help that they don't need, but then like after you watch the rest of the game unfold, it's like oh yeah no this it didn't matter like yeah. the it, Chiefs just weren't defensively they weren't the they weren't ready for it like yeah no that's I think that's the bigger story is like the Chiefs defense was awful in that game. Give like, Tom Brady all the credit in the world. I think this is like one of the few games this season where he put it together from start to finish. He mm -hmm. was absolutely lights out all season, all game long, and which is what was needed for them to pull this out. 
but yeah uh, he well he uh i think he did like the expert game manager thing like he never really put the bucks in any danger with any of his throws like he he did the the correct thing every single town every single down i think fournette was the real game breaker oh he was uh, killing it dude he would you know the chiefs would you know put a body on him on the line and he would just bounce it outside and pick up nine or ten yeah like every time he had the ball what do you see say Uh, on twitter he's a he's a mf super bowl lenny yeah dude like it's just it was a uh yeah the chiefs just got whipped man andy reed showed his face again mahomes uh mahomes was out there doing everything he could everything he could Chiefs like, wide receiver, Chiefs receivers in general had probably the worst game I've ever seen them have as a team. Yeah, did not show up. Uh, but it was just, I don't know. Ultimately, I think it's going to be a forget- forgettable game. And it'll be that thing where it's like, yeah, remember when Tom Brady won a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers? And you'll be like, oh, that's right. He did. <laughs> yeah, when it's all, you know, 10 years from now. Yeah. And I mean, I get, you know, I would be remiss to not mention how good the Bucks defense played. Uh, and I mean, in a real, a real MVP type vote, it would have been like, you know, split between Devin White and, you know, like Antoine Winfield Jr. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't have any issues with Tom Brady winning the MVP. It's, it's like LeBron. If if the the team LeBron's on wins the finals, he's going to be the MVP, and it's the same thing with Tom Brady. Yeah, that whole defense should have been the MVP, especially that D yeah. line. They were absolutely <laughs> dominating <laughs> them. Play. And I mean, I think. I think Mahomes was pressured on like fifty two percent of his dropbacks or something like that. Like, dude, he ran, he ran for four hundred yards before he let the ball go. <laughs> Fam was literally playing with like uh-huh. two sixty overall linemen in the start starting, and then as soon as he hiked it, bro had to like run backwards and try to survey the defense with the back of his head. Like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> that I felt bad for him. He uh. But I gained more respect for him out of that game. Like I thought he was even his profile got bigger to me after watching that game. The throws that he was making under that sort of pressure and his receivers weren't giving him anything to help. Yeah. You know, there were a few that went right off his off of receivers' face masks after he just juked five defenders, spun around and put on a Superman cape and flew five feet parallel to the ground and threw it. Like it was ridiculous. He was he was as lights out as you can be in a bad performance. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Then we got one of the most, I, I think we have a, I think the most iconic image of that entire Super Bowl <laughs> is him literally parallel to the ground throwing a pass, which ended up off of a teammate's face mask. It's- yeah, it's either that or uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. giving Tyree Kill the deuces. <laughs> I lean, I lean that just because it's it's so funny and so many people like got it, their panties in a bunch about it. Oh, and cares? I'm just like, yeah, no, like if Tyree Kill had beaten him deep on a touchdown, he would uh, he would have done thing. the same exact thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I really don't care. I Winfield Jr. is a he's a beast, man. Yeah. Um. I'm glad that we took a few days before we did this show because if we had done this on Sunday night, I would have just been so angry. You know, like I all I felt uh, was anger and not because 
the Bucks won, not because Tom Brady got his seventh ring, but just because I just felt robbed. I felt robbed of the game that we were supposed to get. Yeah, no, it was a it was a bad game. It was I, bad. The Chiefs it wasn't prep, good. The Chiefs' lack of preparation. They knew the O line was bad, and to come in there with the arrogance, like these backups are gonna just do the same thing that their starting O line was gonna do, was ridiculous. Like I don't it, think I saw yeah. any extra protections from Mahomes. No. Like they should have came out in that and left the defense unbalanced, but. The, the the Bucks knew exactly what the Chiefs were going to try to do. And the Chiefs were like, look, we're going to do what we've always done regardless of this situation. And the Bucks knew that. And they just play, it just played into their hands. And I, I think the I think the Chiefs expected Todd Bowles to like play his same game plan and he didn't and they did not adjust. It was just it was just a bad, 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 uh bad uh Bad preparation, bad everything from Kansas City. Shame on them. Yeah, and it takes nothing. It takes nothing away from the Bucks, uh, or Tom, or anything. Like they, they played an amazing game. They, they did what they had to do in the situation. You know, you don't expect someone to play down to the competition just because they're hurt. You know what I mean? Like that's, <laughs> you're not gonna do that. So yeah, they, they did what they had to do. Uh, Todd Bowles had an amazing game plan to take advantage of that and. You know, it showed. But yep. I felt robbed having uh, that the O line issues. I think even if he had his starting O line in, I don't know if the Chiefs pulled the game out. But I think the game is a lot more competitive and a lot more compelling because for sure Patrick Mahomes would have they would have went tit for tat. They would have ever they would have went touchdown for touchdown. And it would have been a crazy high-scoring game, like we all want, would have wanted, you know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I like we were kind of talking about during the game. Like, I do think the the change in travel probably affected the Chiefs early on in the game, but maybe it's different. I don't know. I don't know. I I see your point in that. But... That was just a that was just a thorough undressing by the Buccaneers of the Chiefs. I don't know if there's really anything that would have changed that. Yeah. Uh, I'll always point to that O line though. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Like he maybe would have gotten pressured on like forty five or forty percent of his dropbacks, but it no, just nothing went right for the Chiefs that day. It was literally hike, and the line was blown up. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't even. It wasn't fun. Like it wasn't oh. even fun. It wasn't fun to watch unless you were yeah. a Buccaneers fan or a Tom Brady fan. It wasn't fun to watch. No, you know? and that 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 that's what sucked. Um. Football is the ultimate team game, and uh, there's so many there's so many parts that need to work. It's not like basketball where, you know, there can be times where a player can be absolutely lights out and they can drop 82 points in a game. <laughs> you know, it's not yeah, yeah you know yeah. it's not something that can ha- that happens all the time. But look, it's a possibility that a team can just erupt, a player can just erupt, and he can carry your team. In football, that's not the case at all. The nope. quarterback can be as perfect as, as he possibly can, but if the O-line isn't blocking, if the receivers aren't getting the separation that they need, if they're not catching the ball when it's placed where it needs to be, um, if the defense isn't stopping the offense, you know, you can't put up a 1,000 points. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't blame a quarterback for losing when the defense gave up 30-something or 40-something points. Um, it's the ultimate team game. And... You know, I, I heard a lot of talk over the last 
24 to 48 hours of uh, how Patrick Mahomes now can't be in the conversation for the GOAT ever, which is a little early. It's, I mean, that's early to even throw him in there now. Yeah. But, I mean, let's be honest. He is, at this moment, probably the greatest quarterback talent we've ever seen. The greatest quarterback package I mean, yeah. we've ever he's seen. Already, he's probably already uh, at least on Aaron Rodgers' level. Yeah, easy. And like, he's... It's silly to say that because... I don't think that Tom Brady's greatness is because of the rings that he's won. I think in football, it's so silly to try and judge somebody's greatness off of how many rings, because there are so many factors that come into winning when it comes to football. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's just, I don't know. Like, I have no interest anymore in litigating Tom Brady's career. Like, he's done it all, man. He's a At legend. At this point, like, yeah, he's just... He's, he's a legend. And I think that's the greatest all. thing you can say. That's the greatest thing you can say yeah. about him is he's a he's a legend. Honestly, like, I think I think the only reason people hold out is because his his uh, undefeated team didn't finish the job. But, well, like, yeah, Brady wasn't out there to uh, stop David Tyree from catching the ball with his helmet or Plaxico Burris from catching that fade in the end zone, like... Exactly. He wasn't out there. And, like, he still almost won that game. If Randy Moss doesn't drop a pass, he catches 99 out of 100 times. <laughs> and that is exactly my point when it comes to people's takes. Like, yeah. Brady, Mahomes can't can't be in the conversation because he lost to Tom Brady. It's like, well, if we're going to, like, for one, like you said, <laughs> Mahomes can't can't block for himself, catch the ball, go play defense, and throw yeah. it. That's not how that works. <laughs> um, and... If Patrick Mahomes' only blemish, let's say he wins another three, four, five Super Bowls in impressive fashions and continues to put up the stats that he does, wins a few more MVPs, um, I think it's not the worst thing in the world. I don't think that's a blemish, actually, for your only Super Bowl loss to be against the legend Tom Brady. I mean, if you were going to nitpick like that, we would... Tom Brady lost to Manning to Eli Manning two times in the Super Bowl, and like you said, it was that perfect team that lost. We would knock him for that, but we're not even going to knock him for that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's, it's, it's that would it's be stupid. silly. So, I don't know. All that talk is just so. It's I I feel like people just do it for for the clicks. For no, yeah, it's it's just for to the fill entertainment, time. but it's such a silly and stupid debate. Yeah. It's all just it's all just fill, filling time. At the end of the day, the greatest quarterbacks to actually play the position are going to be Rodgers and Mahomes at this point. The most legendary quarterback and most decorated quarterback to ever live is always going to be Tom Brady, and that's it. Just like know. no one can ever stop Mike, no one could ever take away Michael Jordan's legacy for winning like going to the finals and winning six in or six titles without a loss, without going to a Game 7. And let's be honest, if he hadn't retired, he might have rattled off 8. Who knows? You know, it's like... Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's tough for me, too, because, like, Jordan has that perfect 6-0 and record, but there are so many times where he just didn't make the finals. Yeah. So it's like, what's better or what's worse? I don't know. I, I, I just, like... Brady's just... he's He's won for so... He's won so many for so long... I just, I don't know. Like, I'm not interested in that kind of stuff anymore. The, I think like, the longevity, the same as, as with LeBron at this point, the fact that they're doing what they're doing at their ages 
yeah. is it com- is remarkable. How many quarterbacks have we seen from that same era as Brady <laughs> have think, just fallen off a yeah, cliff? Look at, look I think, at Drew Brees. I think what, Brady has won, I think, like three more Super Bowls, four more Super Bowls since Peyton Manning retired. Yeah. and it, I think that's, that's ridiculous. And, and listen, I don't, like, like I said, the rings, who cares? Like, that's all great and all, but look, Tom Brady's arm, it doesn't, he hasn't fallen off. Does it have no. the same zip it had when he had Randy Moss in 07? Probably not, but it's not enough where you look at him and you're like, dang, he's falling off. Like, he, he can't play quarterback anymore. Like, yeah. He's still a very high caliber quarterback at the age of 43. Yeah. If he needs it, he can chuck it deep. But yeah, I don't think he could do like, I don't think he could run that 07 Patriots offense again, but uh, he can still throw it deep. He's just he's just too smart and been around too long. Uh, I, I honestly don't know when he retires, man. I don't know if he, he ever definitely. Will. Yeah, he definitely looks like he could still do this for a couple more years at least. Uh, I feel it's like insane. he's going to try and push for 50. That's I, dude. I, I, I from what I've seen of Tom Brady from the way he talks. I think as long as an opportunity to win is within his grasp, he's always going to play. Yeah. And if that leads him to 50, which will be another thing that he can put on his belt, which I think is that at this point, this is what he wants. Like he wants yeah. to keep adding to his legend and he's well aware of it. You know, it's, it's just, it's just nuts. Playing at and 50 I mean, would be wild. And if, yeah. he, and if he played a, a great season at 50, I can't like, <laughs> I, I do I do want to mention that uh, obviously um, Marty Schottenheimer passed away this uh, week, yes. uh, and he coached that 06 Chargers team that went 14 and two, that was probably the best team in football that year, that lost to Tom Brady, and it's wild to think that the Chargers fired their head coach that went 14 and two and lost to Tom Brady because his kicker missed a field goal with three seconds to go. Mm. That's just insane. Was that, um, was that the year with the, that was when they had rivers and Tomlinson still, right? Yeah. 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 And they had, I think uh, it was like was rivers the, second or third year. Was that the ACL year or no? No, that was the next, that was the next year. Yeah. But yeah. No, that's just, it's, uh, it's insane to me that he got fired because he lost to Tom Brady in the playoffs. <laughs> it's just, it's sad. And of course, his passing is very, uh, very, very sad. Yeah, that was a that was a big loss for uh, the NFL community. I like that moment of silence we had without having to say <laughs> it. I might have to leave that in. I'm not even gonna edit that out. No, you shouldn't. It's the whole point, man. That was for you, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, there's a couple more things I want to talk about. I think I thought it was amazing to see Gronk show up in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, bro has been, like, all season long, like, one catch, 30 yards. Yeah. No catches. A TD for, you know, a one catch for six yards. And then in the Super Bowl, he just absolutely balled out. I like that A.B. came to work. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I mean. hurt every Steelers fan. I have another's heart. You should have paid this man. To be to be <laughs> clear, to be clear, Antonio Brown is a garbage human being. 
he's he's a wild one and um yeah no it's just funny man like it's it's the whole uh as long as you as long as you uh make plays people will people will have you on your team i thought it was so funny that everyone thought that antonio brown would never get signed again and then lo and behold tom brady says hey you're gonna sign antonio brown and they do and he catches a touchdown in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Do you think that might have been part of uh, Brady's reasoning for for leaving New England? Oh, I think so, yeah. Like, Brady, I don't think they wanted... I think wanted... Brady's biggest issue in New England was them not providing him with uh, skill position guys that would help him. Yeah, and well, so near I the end, now... yeah. Like, their, their drafting has not been great in the last few years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I I don't know, like Brady last year is almost an entirely different player from Brady this year in terms of like production, and I think it really does have to rely on the fact that the Patriots just had no skill position guys. Yeah, he had no one. I honestly I can't I can't name a wide receiver they had outside of Edelman, um, other than Mohamed Sanu. Yeah, my man even been heated. washed up for like three years before yeah. that. So they used a they used the first rounder on Nikhil Harry, who hasn't done shit. So yeah, they're 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 uh, offensive. Their scouting of offensive players hasn't been hasn't been the greatest. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Once his uh, once Antonio Brown, I understood them letting go of Antonio Brown at the time that they did. But once everything cleared up, I don't see why they wouldn't have went after him, and I'm sure that's probably what Brady was saying as well. well. I think, and they I think the I think the issue there is that nothing is cleared up with Antonio Brown. <laughs> he still nothing has ever uh, stops with Antonio. Yeah, Brown, he still probably. has he still has issues that are going to get resolved eventually. I'm sure, but but I mean, let's be yeah. let's be real. How many how many players do you think are like that? But oh we, yeah, no, we that's don't hear about I, it or care about it because they're. I don't care. Like my my baseball team, players. my baseball team just signed Trevor Bauer, which has caused a civil war on Dodgers Twitter. But you know, like players, your favorite players are always going to have uh, issues outside of the sport they play. But I mean, look at Tyreek Hill. Wasn't he? Yeah, didn't exactly. he like beat his girlfriend or something a couple of yep. years ago? And no kicked one cares his, uh, now. You kicked know, his, kicked his kicked his pregnant girlfriend down the stairs. I believe. Yeah. No, yeah. No. It's no one it, just, especially yeah. in the NFL. Like, I mean, there's a difference between like sending bad tweets and like physical violence, and yeah. the latter latter seems to always get glossed over in the or NFL. If physical you play violence well and kneeling for social yeah. injustice, you know, yeah. things like that. It's a it's a very sad dynamic that happens. But uh, I what I liked the most about AB being there and showing out was just the fact that you know it must have hurt a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans and yeah you know that's always a positive. <sighs> couldn't couldn't happen to a worse franchise. <laughs> oh man, uh, other football news. What we got? Uh, Carson Wentz might be on the move. <laughs> uh, I think the funniest part of that is the idea that Nick Foles would be going back to the Eagles. Uh, why would anyone like? Why wouldn't people want to just ride with Jalen Hurts? That makes no sense. I mean, I don't know. Like, Hurts was good for a game, and then he was kind of whatever. 
He was cool. I think, he was cool all those I think games. He was, I think he was good enough where you just kind of see what you have in him. I think Philly's trying to think, do the thing where, like, they start Jalen Hurts, but then, like, in week 13, they, like, leave a banana peel on the field and hope that he slips on it, and then they can just start uh, Nick Foles for the rest of the year and try to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> Same thing but, they did to, to Wentz the year yeah. the last year. Foles I have like... no... I. It's so funny, the idea that someone who graded out as, like, the worst quarterback in football last year could go to the Bears. <laughs> like, I just, oh, man. Dude, I think, it's, a match, it's a match made in heaven. I think the only place that Wentz would fit would actually have a chance at being what he was as an MVP is if he went to Indianapolis. Yeah, that's... The and o- I think I think that's where he ends up. The like, best ultimately. he's ever been was with Frank Wright. And yeah. I, I'm sure Frank Wright still believes in him and they need a quarterback at this point. As long as Philly isn't trying to break the bank to, you know trade Wentz I don't think that's you know that's the, I think, the worst thing yeah I mean I think the scuttlebutt is that they want what the Rams gave up for Stafford and I but don't Stafford think that's and, gonna happen yeah Stafford and Wentz are not on the same level no that's uh yeah <laughs> not like, at all. like Stafford Stafford wasn't a trash QB he was a QB in a trash situation yeah <laughs> I saw I saw a stat that like Wentz got benched with four games left in the season, and he still led the NFL in sacks and turnovers. Like, Yikes. that's that's uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Maybe he does. Maybe he does just need a change of scenery, and I, I think the Colts would be the best possible place for him to go, just based on their offensive line situation and the added bonus of Reich as the head coach there. Yeah, but I, I guarantee I he'd know. turn it around if he went to Indianapolis, and people would you know, be talking him up all over again if he went there. But yeah. other than and that, I, I don't really see, I don't see success for him anywhere else. No, no especially not in Chicago. No. No way. No way. <laughs> he would just, he would literally just be going to Philadelphia Central. I'm telling you, the Chicago Bears have had such issues at quarterback. Like, like the only way they could possibly like turn that around is if like somebody like a Tom Brady just like chose to go over there. Like that's the only way you would need someone who's already well, established and legendary to go over there and just like fix your QB culture, like fix your bad QB juju and then keep it. And then, then from there you go. Like that's the I only way someone, someone had a report that I guess the chargers and the Buccaneers were the only two teams that actually approached Tom Brady with the intention of signing him. Yeah. I Which is that. insane to me. Like, uh, you're telling me San Francisco, I who I guess Brady went to and said, "Hey, I would like to play for you," and the the Niners were like, "Uh, you know, nah, we're good with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Are hey, you kidding they, me? I guess some people drink the Kool Aid on on uh, his bad numbers. I mean, I could see last year, like you said, like we said, like he had no. He had nothing to throw to, and there was nothing in his game last year that said he's fallen off a cliff. All it said was he's got no one around him. If you don't have people running the right routes or getting separation, where where are you going to get those yards from? Where How are you going to make those completions? How are you going to get wins? Yeah. You know, it's... Nah, it's I, – I don't know. It's still – it's Tom Brady, man. Tom Brady approaches me. I I don't stop 
to think about it. And I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's hard to. Uh... There's maybe five I... teams that should say no to that. That's about it. Yeah, five. and I, and I don't, I don't think it's probably good that the Chargers didn't sign Tom Brady because I don't think they win the Super Bowl with him. And they definitely don't draft uh, Justin Herbert with Tom Brady on the team. Mm-hmm. So it's probably in the long run better for their franchise that they didn't do it. But yeah, like that's just, oh, that's crazy to me. Yeah. Tennessee should have uh, went for Tom. Hey man, they almost, they almost got Peyton back in the day. Yeah. We almost, we almost got Jay Cutler. (laughs) (laughs) Man, remember when it was like, remember when Jay Cutler got traded and that was like the most shocking NFL trade? Yeah. And then it looks like this offseason, like 14 quarterbacks are going to be on different teams next year. Yeah. This, uh, the QB carousel is going to be a fun one. Oh, man. Like, it's it's going to be wild. I got it. We got to see where Wentz goes. Got to see where Deshaun goes. Yeah, I will say that this recent like chatter about Russell Wilson is the biggest bunch of nothing I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, that's just that's just especially Russell. when you especially you consider the source that it came from. Uh, yeah, no. Who, who was the source? Uh, Jason Lock and Rongfa. Oh well, even if he was correct in the fact that the that Russell is upset about their they the Seahawks protecting him. I still wouldn't see it as anything. It that's just I mean, how many times have we seen a player go to the media, uh, you know, put a story out there about how they're unhappy about something so that their franchise will do something about it? That's yeah. about it. Like we've seen that a thousand times. He's not gonna <laughs> he's he's not gonna leave. You know, that's no. not a that's not a possibility. As 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 much as I think that the Seahawks and Russell Wilson are a tad bit overrated, he's he's still one of the he was one of the five quarterbacks that I five teams that I didn't think should make a play for uh, Deshaun Watson at the start of the uh, off season. Yeah. And here we are. And I still don't think that they'd even consider trading Russell Wilson. Yeah, never. He is absolutely dynamic. He's that with, with as little as he's, he's had around him as far as weapons over the years and his protection. He's, I mean, he's yeah. been running for his life I mean, for most of his career. Yeah. And I think that's doing. his biggest issue is like, you know, sign a, get me some offensive linemen and, you know, all that. But he's not actually leaving. Yeah, no, not at all. That's silly. But that NFC West is wild, dude. Oh, yeah, it's it's going to be so much fun to watch next year. Wilson, Murray, maybe Deshaun Watson. Like overnight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If the Niners get Deshaun Watson, that's a... Uh... That's uh that's a wrap I think on the division. Yeah. It'll be the the Rams will still win it, I think. You think so? Yeah, but that'll be uh it'll be a wild wild season. Like I'm just going to be an NFC West fan and like those are the only games I'm going to watch are those four teams. Yeah, no, it's season. It's so hard uh so hard being a Rams kind of guy but having to acknowledge that the 49ers are a quarterback away from like dynasty status. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's tough, but Hey, we'll see no more Jared Goff, which I'm still (laughs) just like, I still just wake up and think about from time to time. It's so relieving to have the golf off your back. 
it's uh yeah no it's so good and like over the weekend Steelers fans getting their panties in a bunch over uh over Aaron Donald winning defensive player of the year <laughs> oh wow yeah um <laughs> let, let, let's be honest uh it's TJ Watt, right? Yeah, yeah. He uh he's not facing three blocker three three blockers <laughs> getting, and getting those getting numbers. He's getting, and having a having a win rate still high and still having a higher win rate than anybody else. Like yeah. come on. Aaron Donald gets has slightly slightly lower numbers than TJ Watt, but dealing with the entire O line trying to stop him specifically. People it's, People do not understand positional value when it comes to like stats like that. Like TJ Watt is a great young player in the NFL, but Aaron Donald is the best non-quarterback in football. Yeah, well, it's a like, it, those are box score watchers, you know. Yeah, those casual box score watchers they look they look at the stats and they tell and they think that that's what tells the story, but there's yeah. a whole lot more on the field that that does. Like if if Aaron Donald had a game where he only had one sack and two tackles but if you go and watch the game he he changed the whole lot more than what his stats would suggest if that were the case you yeah. know like he's he's creating these matchups that allow his other teammates to get these sacks and allow you know blowing up the line he could have three people on him and he doesn't get to the quarterback but if he pushes those three people back far enough to pressure <laughs> you know to get into the quarterback's face you know, he yeah. just disrupted their play. Like, there's so no. much more that goes into it that you know the, these box score watchers don't pay attention to. The Rams, the Rams have a chance to like pay defensive ends like one million dollars a year, and then watch those guys get like 12, 13 sacks, and then go get paid by somebody else, and just cycle guys through each year because they did it with Dante Fowler, and they did it again with Leonard Floyd, like. I think you could probably bring like Sean Merriman or Jared Allen back from their, you know, six year, seven year retirements that they're running on. And Aaron Donald could probably get those guys 10 sacks. Oh, easy. He, he, it's so much attention that has to go to him. It's like those linebackers must love him. Like the linebackers, the other defense, the other defensive ends and tackles, like they must love him because they get to run free while he's taking all of the attention away and you know that's why the rams are gonna win the super bowl next year i don't know it's a hot take defense that defense is is too nasty and they just got a quarterback we'll see uh if the defense is worse or better now that they lost their coordinator well they've had a pretty solid defense for they've had the same coordinator all those years well, they had Wade Phillips for a while, and then he yeah, kind of got stale. So McVay brought in Brandon Staley, and then Staley obviously just got hired by the Chargers. Right. And so they brought in, uh, what's his name? Raheem Morris, I believe, from the Falcons. Yeah. Well, but we'll see. I mean, they've got they've got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. They've they've got the foundation. The Falcons' defense uh, wasn't something that uh, anyone would want to brag about being on that staff, but... I think they, they I think they had got nobody. I think they got better once once I think they actually got better once Morris took over the team too. Mm-hmm. So and I mean their best player can never stay healthy. But yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I think they have the pieces that it almost doesn't matter. It's a lot 
yeah no it's a lot <laughs> like uh it's a lot like um what happened with the buccaneers like the rams would be their defense would get put in awful situations a lot because mcveigh or goff would turn the ball over just like the buccaneers defense would get put in terrible situations because Jameis winston was out there throwing 30 interceptions a mm-hmm. year so it's it's easy to look better when you're not getting put on short fields all the time right so we'll see we'll see what happens uh i think they're still gonna be great though i mean when you have aaron yeah. donald and you have jalen ramsey you're there i think worst case scenario they're like a top 10 defense yeah easily and uh that offense i think is gonna be dynamic McVay, yeah seeing mcveigh's offense with somebody that he actually wants that can actually do what he wants he envisions his offense to do is gonna be a fun just just so much fun to watch you know it's gonna be different than people expect i think um but yeah uh the future is bright in la when it comes to football yeah might have to trade in this titans hat for for some Uh, la some la hats you don't want to do that no I never traded in there too. They got my heart and the is they're too fly, bro. Like just look at this, bro. Look at that Chris Johnson jersey in the back. <laughs> it's just flames. Uh, you know, I can adopt the second and third team, you know, home team. That's true. I mean, look, we I think we had this discussion, but it doesn't matter. Whatever anyone else thinks is uh inconsequential to what you think. <laughs> so live your live your life, man. Man, I don't know. I'm going to get bullied by people telling me that I'm not loyal. (sighs) Who cares? That's true. They're all dorks. (laughs) Oh, man. Derek Rose went to the Knicks. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it for NBA news. Uh, no hey listen anytime anytime you're a young team that needs to develop rj barrett and emmanuel quickly the best thing to do is trade for derrick rose yeah (laughs) that's uh god dude i saw that i saw that and my first reaction was like wasn't he already a nick before yeah remember (laughs) when he just remember when he just got lost when he was he was pushing uh he was pulling on a push door yeah (laughs) (laughs) couldn't get out of wherever uh, place he was in and just missed the game. Yeah. No, I no no thoughts on that. Uh honestly, okay. I think I don't think it's that bad. Um, it is what it is. I Der- just... Derek Rose isn't going to be there forever. I think they just want to make sure that they get into the playoffs, that they're that they put out a a winning product and right now they're pretty competitive and they are missing a point guard. I don't think you throw quickly in there right now as a starter. Uh, let Derrick Rose go out there and start for the year, and then you know next year give it to quickly. You know, there. I don't think Derrick stays there forever. He's not gonna be there for five years. Yeah, Max, he's gonna be here for this year and next year, and that's it. Yeah. You know. I yeah, it's just it's an okay thing. Uh, LeBron's playing like what forty minutes a game right now. That concerns me. Yeah. Uh, but it intrigues me all the same. Like he doesn't look like he's ever gonna slow down. <laughs> no. bro, bro is uh, bro's playing more minutes than a lot of these youngsters and still putting it down. Like how is he still getting better? I thought he, I it's, think he, I saw uh... he had like a statistic. There's someone pointed out that I think 
almost like his three pointers are a career high. Um, and there are like a few more stats that are higher than like some of his best seasons. Like, yeah, right now it's, it's ridiculous. doesn't make any sense. Like, I think the fact that LeBron has been able to just evolve his game. <laughs> He's just turned into a three-point shooter. Like, dude just straight pulls up all the time. He went from he went from just let him shoot the three. Like, that was literally San Antonio's uh, game plan against him in the very, very first finals they played when he was in the Cle- on Cleveland and even when they were playing against him in Miami. Like, let him shoot from deep and whatever happens happens yeah and now you can't do that no it's nuts you couldn't even really do it back in what was that 2012 or whatever because i remember they sagged off him on that final possession and he just nailed that that mid-range jumper yeah i mean he wasn't as efficient as he is now Uh, but yeah he could could hit it better than he could like at the the start of his career you know the 07 finals um yeah, he this is ridiculous. Like this is nutty. He's constantly improving, constantly making players better. I don't know. What else? The Jazz. The Jazz are looking nice. Still. Yeah. We'll see. It's looking I like mean, a pretty complete team, and I'm really hoping that uh they slip up at some point so that we they beat the Clippers before they get to the Western Conference Finals. Just because I, mean, I don't want the Clippers to ever get to the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> no, it'd be too it's too funny. Uh we kind of I think we may have uh as a as a society, a collective society, I think we may have overrated the Clippers a little bit to start the year cuz they didn't play anybody. And if you're going to be if you're going to sit there and be like, "Well, the Lakers haven't played anybody," then you got to do the same thing for the Clippers cuz yeah. They uh, they really hadn't played very many guys that's up why, until this last few weeks here. That's why I'm really impressed with like what the Jazz have been doing so far. If yeah. you look at who they've played, and yeah, it's been early in the season, and you know things have been a little wonky, but they have been beating quality teams, you know, yep. throughout. Even when these quality teams have started to turn it around. You know, Denver was trash in the beginning of the season. They've been pulling it together. And I think the Jazz beat them like two times in a row, like in a, you know, in a little back-to-back series. It's, yeah. Uh, they've been beating everyone who's good. And I think that's uh, that's very encouraging if you're a Utah fan. Yeah. We'll see. They've shot, I think they've shot the three exceptionally well, which is... Uh bound to regress but they yeah, might i don't i don't know if it happens that if if it regresses that hard yeah you it know. all depends um Ugh. but yeah oh well, you know what it would be cool if the lakers end up the lakers clippers end up two three i think that would be funny to watch too in the second round the lakers <laughs> take out lakers, the clippers. clippers yeah uh, I need uh, I need the Lakers to take out the Clippers with Montrez Harrell like having a game winning block or something like that. Yeah, just play it was, outstanding. It was it was so defense. funny all off season to hear like how he was unplayable against the Nuggets and everything, and just no one stopped to think that maybe the Lakers wouldn't ask him to guard uh, 
Nikola Jokic one on one like the Clippers and Doc Rivers did. Yeah, it was Montrez Harold coming to the Lakers. I thought he was going to be amazing because having AD behind him. Yeah. Was that would change everything. He didn't have a, he that. didn't have a center, a real center in in uh you know, on the Clippers side of of Staples Center. They didn't they didn't have a center. He was their he was their center. He was their best yeah. center. <laughs> you know, and being able to play uh, him, especially in the playoffs, the playoffs is going to be wild because that's when AD is going to want to, you know, he's going to let the coaching staff put him at yeah, the five he's, more. He's going to need, he's going to need to uh, do that. And Harold can play the four now with AD helping him, helping behind him or Harold helping behind AD, you know, it, it takes the yeah. pressure off of him. No, nah, he's, he's been a, he's been good. He's been good. I've enjoyed watching him play. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's been outside of the Super Bowl. It's been a pretty dry week, I'd say. Get ready, man, because this is uh, this is sports for the next six months. <laughs> We're gonna have to start. Like I said, the hopefully, last episode, we're gonna have to break down every game for the for the week. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, we get uh, real NFL training camp. That would be ideal. Yeah, but I mean, we'll. we'll... We can we'll do a we things. can do a we can do a full mock draft. There we go. That's what I was gonna say. We could we could get into the the draft game. We could get into you know there there's some things you know I could I could dig up some some good topics to we'll, get the we'll show pull rolling. Some, we'll pull some film. Yeah, we'll get some we'll get something together. You know, I got the <laughs> I got the highlight page. We can start pulling that out a little more now that we'll be talking more NBA and you know maybe we just do some breakdown, dude. You know who knows? <laughs> start educating the people. Uh. I feel like that's talk about uh, talk about the football game and the Dark Knight Rises. Oh. <laughs> Bane blows up the field. All right. Well, thank everyone for watching, for listening, watching whatever you know, whatever. However, you're getting your tuning in, uh, tuning in. Your content, tuning in. Uh, it's been fun. Four weeks, four four weeks of episodes. This has been good. But uh, we'll keep digging up this content and try to keep it as non-clickbaity as possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Peace. See you guys. Bearded King first. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Uh. The best of the best, not too many top notch podcasts left. We don't even need much time to prep. Never ever know what we're going through next, but real recognize real, you see. So please tell me that you're feeling me, cause I can smell jealousy from a mile away. And there's no space for that on the show today. Uh, might hurt a couple feelings, but so what? It'll be a good story to tell when we blow up. Try to shut us down, you gonna have no luck. Cause we locked in, then we trying to get the whole cut. So just five, look alive, pay homage, we arrive. We ain't going nowhere, so fall back. Legendary anthem like left eye and all that. Popular, opinion. I'll swagger on a million Immaculate civilians Adapting like chameleons Be cautious and our dominion Banks all around us on Vivian Taking off like balloons filled with helium Got cheese and bread Sicilian Unpopular opinion Unpopular opinion Unpopular opinion Unpopular opinion